Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 31st, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in Scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. If you want to find out more about this ministry, visit the website nowalkernorider.com. On that website, you'll find more about me, about this podcast, and every Tuesday I publish a new article on there. Sometimes I write devotionals, sometimes just more on the Christian life. Yesterday's new article is an article about sanctification and how sanctification happens right on time in the Christian life. Even though many Christians wish it went faster, God is bringing us along at exactly the pace He wants us to be. On the website, you can subscribe to have the articles delivered straight to your email box. There's a place to support me if you have enjoyed this ministry. And my favorite spot, a place for you to contact me and let me know what you would like to see happen with this podcast more in the future. This is where I'll have listeners send me new books to study, ideas for the podcast, ideas to write about, those sort of things. So again, that website is nowalkernorider.com. Check it out. And with that being said, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we'll dive right into it. This is John chapter 4. Verses 20 through 26. Our fathers worshipped him on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where we ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. Let's pray together. Our Father in heaven, as we come to your word again this morning, this rather large passage, just dense and loaded, loaded with information. Father, we ask for your help from your Holy Spirit to go before us and light it up so that we can see where we're going today. We know that one of the gifts the Spirit gives to us, the church, is the power of illumination. And that means that your word makes sense to our souls. This is your word to us. So, Father, will you help us as we come to it today? We ask these things in your Son's name. Amen. Well, like I said, this is a rather large passage and. It's not that it's large as far as many verses go, but there's just a lot packed in here. So I'm going to break this up into two devotions. It's just necessary. There's a lot going on in this passage, and it's not so easy to break this passage into two separate. I I hope that makes sense. Basically, we're going to do verses 20 through 26 today and on Friday, doing two devotions on this passage. So our passage today starts by the woman continuing her questioning of Jesus. She has just said that I perceive that you are a prophet. And she goes on to throw in this, what seems like a random fact. She says, our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where we ought to worship. Now she means the Jews, you people, you Jews say that Jerusalem is the place where we ought to worship. And remember a couple days ago, maybe you missed it, that the Samaritans and the Jews have a similar lineage. They broke off from each other during the Assyrian invasion, the Assyrian exile. Jews married with Assyrians and their children became the Samaritans. But at one point they were all Jews. The Samaritans have their separate temple, their separate worship system that's very similar to Judaism, but it is separate. So she's bringing that up again here in this passage. She says, we worship here, 
you worship there, basically Jesus, what is it? And Jesus, being caring and careful, listens to her question, addresses it, and then pivots. He says, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. Basically, he's saying, listen, I know you're a Samaritan. I know I'm a Jew. But believe me, that doesn't matter. The place where you worship does not matter. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We Jews worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. So Jesus is doing a little bit of setting straight here. He's answering her need, but he is saying salvation comes from the Jews. This is obviously true. Jesus is Jewish. He is not a Samaritan. The promises of the Old Testament flow through the nation of Israel, the Jews. And then in verse 23, he says something amazing. He gets back on track and further appeals to this woman, saying, But the hour is coming and is now here, when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship him. Notice what he did. He's so careful and he's so caring with this woman. He calls out her sins. She's surely ashamed. She tries to pivot and backtrack and get out of it by bringing up this issue between Samaritans and Jews. Jesus listens. He answers it. And now in verse 23, he gets back on track with what he wants this woman to know. It does not matter if you're a Samaritan or a Jew. What matters is that you become a true worshiper. Neither a Jew nor a Samaritan gets a free ticket into the presence of the Father. Instead, it says in verse 23 that the Father is seeking such people to worship him. The true worshipers who worship him in spirit and truth. And we're going to spend a lot of time with that phrase, spirit and truth, on Friday's podcast. But where we're going to go today in applying this word to our lives is in noticing Jesus' heart for this woman. So many times when we share the gospel, we get stuck in apologetic debates. And trust me, I believe that those are worth it. Sometimes we just need to help somebody understand that the Bible is reliable or that God is Trinity, or that Jesus actually is God. We understand and we listen to people and we answer their questions. That's what Jesus does here. But then he gets right back on track. And what he says in verse 23 is simply amazing. The Father is seeking people to worship him. My friend, if you listen to this podcast because you're interested in the Bible, or you think because you're a good person and the Bible is a good book, this is just something you should do. Hear Jesus' words here. The Father is seeking worshipers. He is not seeking people who go through the motions, who claim a heritage, who believe they even deserve a ticket into the Father's presence. Remember what John said in chapter 1. Those who believe in him, who call on his name, he gives the right to be children of God. These are the ones that the Father is seeking out. He is seeking out worshipers. My friend, as you go today, all listeners of this podcast, as we engage with our world and our culture this Wednesday, whether that be in our home, whether that be online, whether that be in our workplace, wherever it might be, see the Father's heart. He is for himself. He wants to be worshipped and he is seeking worshipers. And the amazing thing is that he has tasked the church to help him in this, to find him worshipers, to be his worshipers. So the question before us is, number one, when we do evangelism, are we seeking people to join our church or are we going into it with the mentality that our God deserves to be worshipped by every tribe, tongue, creed, and nation on this earth? And this person, this group in front of us 
could potentially be one of those worshipers that he is seeking after. And two, he's seeking worshipers. What will you do to worship our God today? This podcast is not enough. You simply dipping your toe in scripture and thinking about it for a few minutes is not enough. How will you worship our God today? What sacrifice will you give to him today? What act of obedience will you give to him today? Will your tongue lift in praise and in song to him today? This is why he called us to himself. Let me close this in prayer. Our Father in heaven, as we go this Wednesday, we're halfway through our week. And if the listeners are like me, this is about the time in the week where I get very wrapped up in what's going on in the week. I'm looking forward to what needs to get wrapped up before the weekend. And Father, in my heart, very often, I put you to the side. Lord, I confess that sin. And with the listeners of this podcast, I confess that to you. Today on this Wednesday, help us to turn. Help us to think carefully about how we can be a good worshiper of our God who has sought after us, who has called us to himself, and now we stand as a redeemed church in front of you, your bride, who is pleased by our worship to you today. Lord, show us the way of obedience, the way of righteousness. Help us lift our hearts in praise, our tongues in thanksgiving to our God today. Lord, should you present before us an opportunity for evangelism, help us to come with this perspective in front of us, that you are seeking out true worshipers of our God. The fact that you have called on us to do this is mind-bending. It's humbling, Father, that you would use someone like me to do this work. So, Lord, I ask for your help. And for all of us as we go, we ask for your help to do this today. We pray these things in the Lord Jesus Christ's name, our Savior. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you on Friday.